unique ways with Thomas Gerard emerges with people from all walks of life who through their own unique angle succeed and flourish. Enjoy the ride and welcome to Unique Ways, an audio podcast. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Unique Ways with Thomas Gerard, an audio podcast. Got an awesome guest on today and I'll describe her. She says, hi, I'm Glennis. I'm a business consultant and SEO specialist for apparel and fashion companies. She has 20 years of experience in the apparel industry and brings a wealth of knowledge that she wants to share with people in need and has worked for big brands such as Club Monaco and Reebok before successfully running her own clothing design company for over 10 years. Please join me in welcoming Glennis Tao. Welcome. Hi, Thomas. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Are you ready for 20 questions? Yes, let's do this. Great. Question one. Tell me a little bit more about yourself. What do you do? My name is Glynis, and I'm a clothing brand owner turned business consultant and SEO specialist with 20 years apparel industry experience. I help fashion entrepreneurs and clothing brand owners launch, build, and grow their fashion e-commerce business. I'm the founder of Chase Your Dreams, which is an apparel consulting agency that specializes in SEO for fashion brands who want to increase organic traffic, rank higher in search engines, and make more sales online. And I'm also the host of Chase Your Dreams podcast. This is a podcast for fashion entrepreneurs who are ready to pursue their passion and make a living doing what they love. Great. Um, just a note for our audience, Glynis and I don't know each other until now, but we had some overlap with some of the teaching we were doing here in Vancouver. So um, thought it would be awesome to have her on. Um, so number two, what's a key piece of knowledge that makes you different? A key piece of knowledge that makes me different, I would say, is perhaps my over 20 years experience working in the apparel industry. Um, I mean, I went to school for fashion. I studied fashion design. I have a Bachelor of Applied Arts and degree in fashion. And I worked in fashion I mean, for big brands and various corporations for a decade, as well as having my own clothing design business. And I find that it's sort of rare nowadays that people sort of stick to one career path or one industry for pretty much their entire career. Um, and so, yeah, I really learned a lot through it. And um, that's sort of why I chose teaching as well, is so that I'm able to share my knowledge and experience with the next generation. Uh, another thing I would probably say is what makes me different is my balance of the left brain, right brain type of thing, where I am both like analytical yet creative. And so that's sort of why people, when they ask me like, oh, why, how did you get into SEO? It's so different, you know, from fashion. And I say, yeah, it is, but maybe it's because of that, that, you know, I have that um, ability to use the analytical side um, to understand things and, you know, and the creativity to solve problems and, think in a more yeah, creative way. So 
Great. And one more note for the audience. Um, if you're liking the teaching angle of this episode, uh, make sure to check out our recent episode with Ellen Lepton. I believe she's chair at Maryland Institute College of Art. Um, that was a great episode. Um, number three, why this of all things? Why do you do what you do? Why did I choose entrepreneurship? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, uh, I would say it's a journey for me. Um, I think I, I, I always had this, wanted to do something, um, do my own thing, but was always afraid to. And so I sort of took the safe route of getting a job and working for a big company because I figured, well, security, right? Just more job security. But it wasn't really the case for me. Um, and so I had an opportunity um, with, during a, a, a restructuring with the company I was working for uh, to, to explore having my own business. And so that's when I started my own clothing brand. And it actually turned out to be one of the longest jobs that I ever had. I, I ran that company for over 10 years and built it up and you know, uh, had distribution across Canada and the U.S. into wholesale, gone to retail stores, specialty boutiques. And now I work as a consultant and consulting fashion entrepreneurs, clothing brands, and that sort of thing. And, you know, I, I really had to do a lot of soul searching uh, when when I decided to start the second business, um, it's just something that I I guess, like I said, you know, having worked in the fashion industry for so long, I just felt that I had so much to give and felt that I had the knowledge to help people. And so this is why I decided to go into consulting and SEO was just something that I decided to learn as well as to just to learn something different. And I think with the combined experience, um, I feel I'm better. I'm able to help people with their needs. And it sort of has, yeah, become this, this thing for me. And I really enjoy doing it. I can't imagine doing anything else. Great. I'm glad to hear you talk about entrepreneurship. You know, um, we had Chris Krug on the show and um, you guys should definitely check out his episode if you're interested in entrepreneurship. Um, so some people struggle with number four, but the question is, what does your future look like? That's a hard question. Um, I mean, I, I definitely see myself still having my own business because I still I want to be in the area of helping others um, and being able to teach as well. Um, but, you know, when I was younger, I'd say in my 20s, in the 30s, I was so really concerned about the future and thinking about what's ahead and feeling like this need to be chasing something. And it resulted in a lot of anxiety for me. And until, you know, I realized that living in the present moment, really, um, and really enjoying the things that I do has been able to help me 
just be able to do the things like without feeling, you know, so much pressure about whether or not I'm achieving this or that goal. Um, so that sort of thing. So right now I really am just enjoying the present moment, enjoying what I do and doing more of that, I think. Great. So number five, we say is unique to this podcast. The question is, let's talk about location. How does the notion of place play into what you do? Yeah, um, that's an interesting question because ever since I started my own business, and that even goes back to when I had my own clothing brand, I had always worked from home. And I mean, this is like you're talking about 17 years ago, right? Um, when I was like used to working in an office, um, used to commuting and going to the office and working with, with other people to suddenly doing everything from home. And I really enjoyed it. Just, uh, you know, cutting down that commute time, really, it felt like, wow, I was able to get, gain back like an extra hour to two hours a day, which is great. Um, and I mean, I worked from home ever since, and I still work from home now, and I have my setup all, you know, the way I want it to right now, and I just really enjoy it, and I enjoy where I am now. I live in Vancouver, Canada, and I, I'm, I have the mountains around me, so, you know, when I was younger, I was maybe just wanting I've wanted to explore go to different places I've lived in different cities I've lived in um, Toronto New York and Hong Kong but I just really missed the nature and being around nature and being able to just step out of my front door and be able to just take a walk around nature just to clear my head you know um so to me, I find that living in Vancouver is a great place for me and being able to live and work the same place like where I love in the city that I love. I, I think, you know, I feel I'm very lucky to be able to do that. Yeah, me too. Um, so number six, if you had to start from the beginning, what advice would you give your former younger self? I would say to learn marketing. <laughs> Um, and co and copywriting, um, but that's something I didn't learn in school, and I had to learn myself. And just, I wish I had learned about or knew about the importance of marketing more when I was younger, and study it more. Um, I mean, I'm really interested in it now, and it's part of what I do. But I'm always learning more, and I want to learn more about it. So yeah, I, I I would say you know start earlier. If I, I wish I started earlier to learn marketing and copywriting, uh, definitely I feel it's like an art. Um, I didn't consider myself a very good writer, and often just felt very hesitant to write anything because I felt that it wasn't good enough 
And I really, in the past few years, have really pushed myself to learn it and do more writing and get out of my comfort zone more. And I feel like I've, I've, I'm, I've, I wouldn't say I'm like really that great, but I think I'm a lot better than what I was. And it's just all by practicing and just, just do it really. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. Perfect. So number seven is what's a day in your life like? Uh, my days are all kind of different. I don't have a routine or, you know, it's never the same for me. Um, depends on what day it is. Uh, well, normally I wake up in the morning and I like to do some stretches and move my body uh, first thing. And after that, I like to drink warm hot water and with lemon in it. So I guess if you were to say, like, is that my, my routine? That would be it. That's something that I do every day is um, wake up, move my body, drink hot water with lemon. And then I get on with my day. Um, so it depends. Like, you know, I could be taking my son to school. I could be... Um, you know, just starting work, um, turning on the computer, you know, um, checking my emails. Um, some days I even go and do my karate uh, class because I, I also do karate. And so Tuesday, Thursday mornings is the day I go. And then I also train on Saturdays as well. And then, um, then I, you know, go back, I do my work. And then um, in the evening, I like to spend time with my family. And we just do different things together. Or I'll take my son to his, you know, different activities and stuff like that. And yeah, pretty much, you know, all the way until bedtime, pretty much um, is, is to me, it's it's family time that's important to me and then other than that sometimes you know it's hard when you have a business that there's always work that needs to be done so sometimes I have to stay up late um and just catch up on my work and yeah that's that's pretty much what it looks like I love your note about the hot water with lemon you know we had John Maida on the show and he talked about uh not learning about eating protein for breakfast until he was in his 40s and he always wondered why he was so hungry um so I love I love those kinds of uh, uh notes um so number eight lifelong learning is a popular topic how do you stay up to date uh for me I like to take online courses and I've probably purchased way more than I've actually have been able to go through um but just whatever catches my eye I'm like yeah that's something that I want to learn about and uh listening to podcasts is another one and also talking to people I like uh networking and just talking to people listening to their stories because everybody just has a different story right so you just never know even a person who may be complete opposite to you I think 
has something interesting to share and to learn from. And I would also say teaching. Uh, to me, teaching is a way of learning. Because I'm not only teaching, but I feel like I'm learning from my students as well. And so, yeah, those would probably be the ways I would say um, in terms of how I learn. Great. So we're almost halfway here. Number nine, what tools do you use? Do you have digital and analog tools? Yeah, I use both. I am very much still an analog <laughs> girl. Um, I mean, I still have my planner agenda that I use. It's it's a paper agenda. <laughs> I write in it. Um, I still feel it good, like, I, I, you know, pen to paper, I have to write things down, and be able to check them off, it kind of just gives me that satisfaction. Um, but in terms of tools, like digital tools that I use for my business, I would say uh, SEMrush is a big one for me uh, as an SEO specialist. Uh, I use ClickUp. Uh, to assign tasks to my team and to keep track of projects. Um, I use Zoom a lot for meetings, um, pretty much all the entire Google suite, um, everything there I use pretty much daily. I use a writing tool called Neuron Writer as well as ChatGPT. Um, so I find that has been so incredibly helpful, um, just, you know, being able to help refine my writing, I would say, or at least just get, be able to give me ideas and prompts. Um, so yeah, those tools, um, uh, Canva as well, I use quite a bit and Kajabi um, for my email marketing. Great, so halfway number 10, how do you deal with work-life balance? I, I feel like my work and life are pretty integrated. I don't think it's a separate thing. It's quite a blurry line sort of where my work and my life begins. Um, I think, you know, I really made it a, a goal to design my own life to the way that I wanted to. And I think that's the way it's turned out for me is it, 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 now I think, you know, having a, a young child has really forced me more to have more uh, balance I guess because when he's home you know to it, that means it's family time right whereas before uh before I had a child I would work right into the night right um I I would work late into the night all the time um you know ate late stayed up late <laughs> did everything like that um but so having a child I think really forces you to have more of the work-life balance and just yeah being more disciplined that way okay and 11 if you weren't doing what you do now what would you be doing um 
I, I'd like to travel more, I think, um, see, see the world more, go on an adventure. I think I would really love to, you know, visit the four corners of the world and just being able to meet and talk to different people and to listen to their experience in life and learn from it I think just more learning really yeah and what would you not like to do with your career anything that's repetitive for me that would just drive me nuts if I have to do the same thing day in and day out um any kind of like data entry type of work like to me um I need to have that challenge and the just different doing different things every day yeah cool and 13 do you have a favorite word quote or sentence i do this is a pretty long one actually it's um it's gary zukov who's the author of seat of the soul he says when the deepest part of you becomes engaged in what you do, when your activities and actions become gratifying and purposeful, when what you do serves both yourself and others, when, do, when you do not tire within but seek the sweet satisfaction of your life and your work, you are doing what you were meant to be doing. Nice, I love it. And do you have a least favorite? Uh, least favorite word, uh, maybe try. And this sort of ties in with, and here's sort of like when my nerdy side comes in, I would say. <laughs> uh, another quote that I like would be from Yoda, Jedi Master, who said, do or do not, there is no try. Nice. Um, 15, if you had to pick one word to describe yourself, what word would you choose? I would say curious. I'm just so curious all the time and I like to learn different things. What keeps you up at night? Uh, watching scary movies. I don't like that. It keeps me up. Um, so I don't do that. And uh, lately, I mean, it, like watching the news. Um, that anytime I watch the news and see all this chaos that is going on around the world, that just like, yeah, that really bothers me and keeps me up. You have a dream you're chasing. Oh well, I mean, my company is called Chase Your Dreams. <laughs> so. Um, Actually, just a little side story to that. Um, it's named after my son, Chase. Um, so that's why I decided to name a company, Chase Your Dreams. And so to me, uh, being a role model and, to, and an example uh, to my son is really important to me. I want to be able to set a good example that anything is possible and just you know, watching a child um, feel like they are limitless and that they can do anything 
you know, is amazing. And I want to be able to encourage him more to do those things, right? Great. And final stretch, what inspires you? Yeah, um, I mean, there are a few, several people around me who inspire me. One of them being my 75-year-old Japanese karate instructor. Um, she's a woman and she's a fifth degree black belt. And I've been training under her for the past four or five years. And just the, it, yeah, she inspires me. And also, I would say my son, who is an inspiration, like I said, you know, children are really humbling. I think, you know, we as adults, I feel like we have been conditioned by society or whatnot, you know, schooling to be or act a certain way. And in a way, we kind of lose ourselves and who we are because we're told to you know do this or that or even by our parents um telling us what to do and we feel like okay well you know I'll just do that because they're told me to they told me to do that and just want to please please people but with children you know they still haven't been really yeah they haven't been you know affected by those things and they're just still really themselves and they'll just do whatever they want to you know they still have that sort of natural instinct to act and do what they feel like doing sometimes it's a little hard to manage but I still find that really interesting and you know take that as a reminder for myself to go back and think yeah you know how does it feel to be a child again? So, yeah. I love that. And any advice you'd like to share? I would say if you have a dream that you want to pursue, go for it. That's really what Chase Your Dreams is all about. Um, it's just really to inspire people to... Go after their dreams, you know, no matter how big or small it is, just take the first step because you never know. It it is scary. You know, I won't lie. Um, it, it's very scary and it just feels like, yeah, I'm stepping off a cliff every single day. But maybe because I've been doing it for so long now, it just feels normal to me. Uh, but I don't think I'll do it any other way. And I feel like if I were not doing this you know I just feel like I would be it it would be torture like I feel like I'd be holding myself back and holding back my potential and I think that everybody was born with a gift so they should go out and find out what that is and be able to share their gift with the world great and number 20 um, what's our call to action how can our listeners keep tabs on you yeah, so you can find me or learn more about me on my website, which is my name, glennistow.com. And on social, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Instagram, my Instagram handles at, at glennistow. 
And I also have a podcast called Chase Your Dreams Podcast. And you can listen and learn everything that's fashion related there. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much for um, for coming on. You know, being a Vancouver person and and coming on the show is super important for for us and for the po- for the podcast to to have that local angle. But you know, your richness of experiences is really kind of, um, I think, uh, in a way, um, shows what Vancouver can be like and how how we live here. So, super excited to have had you on. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thomas. Um, I had a lot of fun being here and thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thanks. If you like today's podcast, I encourage you to have a listen to other episodes. You can easily find them at uniqueways.ca or wherever you find podcasts. You can also find us on social media. And thank you. It's you that makes these great and it's you who these are for. Stay tuned for more Unique Ways. Thank mm-hmm. you.